Hello, and welcome to a very special edition of the Salt and Light Hour. I'm Deacon Pedro. Over the last couple of years, Billy Chan has been coming on our program to ask questions about our faith. But they're not deep philosophical or theological questions. These are basic questions, questions that we all have. These are questions that he hears from his non-Catholic friends and from kids in his youth group. We probably have enough Church for Dummies segments to fill several programs, but for now, here's some of the best Church for Dummies with Billy Chan. And now it's time for... Church for Dummies. I should be saying that, that they can also keep in touch with you, at Chan. In case, you know, they haven't already sent us a message. Because I'm sure there's people out there who heard us ask ask for, a, you know, a message and they still haven't done it. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I really appreciate if anyone can send me a line. You know, just say hello. That is fine too. Hello. Just hello. A hello at, yeah. at, you can actually be at B. Joe Chan, at the competitor GM, at Emmy Callan. Hello. So one tweet one for tweet three people. for three people would be yeah. great, and it would make our day. That anyway, so Church for Dumbing, uh, dumb, Dummies. Dumbing. Dumbing. Um, you want to talk about the mass? Yes, we would like to talk. Uh, I would like to talk about the mass because okay. most of the time when we introduce some new friend, yeah. come to church, you know, the most, you know, um, people always asking you to come to mass. Right. You know, try it, feel it, open your heart. You know, okay. often is the first step when you enter a Catholic church. Right. Come to mass. Come see. Come see. But the thing is this, you know, we usually have wrong explanation mm. for mass. So we do not, we, we, we cannot give a, like a standard answer. Yeah. You know, if you ask different people, they will give, they will tell you what mass is. And, you know, when we talk about the order of mass, it will be even more like diverse. Different people giving you different explanation. Right. Right? Why do we need to kneel down? Why do we need to yeah. do that, do those? So that we can get some exercise. <laughs> we that means you don't we need stand. to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't you can you don't need to go to the gym, you know, you can pray and exercise at the same time. Come to the Catholic Church. Yeah, and you know, when I when I teach people, you know, like catechism, uh, people will always say that why we need to go to Mars is so boring. Yeah. So boring. I don't know how many youth or, you know, people telling you that. Come to my parish. My parish is not boring. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Martyrs of Japan in Bradford, Ontario. Um, no, but I, I do get that, of course. Yeah, people don't get it. And the other thing that I get is that people feel, because we, we think that we go to Mass like you go see a movie. Yeah. You sit and, and you watch something, but that's not how we need to participate in mass that we actually need to participate that the, that the priest is not celebrating mass by himself of course we, we didn't buy the ticket right so we, no, we, exactly. we are not audience only no and and you're doing this like you're you're an audience for a show that you that you're <laughs> that you're that, that is free and and there's not even any popcorn and the music is bad and it's just boring <laughs> so but that's not the mass the mass is the mass in fact my pastor always tells people that we need to help him celebrate mass that he celebrates mass Sorry, we all celebrate Mass. He presides, but we all celebrate Mass. So I think that that's the first thing I would tell people. Um, so we are participants. We are all participants. We are active of participants. Mass. And in fact, that was a big change in the Second Vatican Council that uh -huh. it said that, that, that we need to have full and active participation in the Mass. Um, so that means, in fact, I remember talking to uh, somebody, a liturgical composer once, who said that we think that that means that you should sing loud. Uh, <laughs> um, and, but the, no, it just means that we need to sing. We need to pay attention to the readings. If you need a missal so you can read along, read along, say the responses. Don't just sit there and be bored. So we are, we are 
mandatory. Is it mandatory to have parishioners in the mass? Uh, it's not mandatory to have parishioners in the mass, but it's mandatory for the parishioners to, to go, go to, to mass. <laughs> if that makes any sense. So the priest, uh, a priest, has to celebrate mass every day. Mm. Um, so every priest, every to priest has to celebrate mass every day. Now a lot of priests might do that in private. So a priest can do mass in private. Oh. Um, so if 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 there are you know, f- uh, I don't know if you're traveling or something, you might do mass privately. Um, most priests are in a parish, and so they will celebrate mass in the parish or preside at mass in a parish. Um, but every Catholic has to go to Sunday mass because that is the obligation and solemnities. Now in the United States, different countries have different solemnities. In Canada, we only have two: Christmas and New Year's Day. Is it by country or by diocese? It's by country. The solemnities. It's by 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 countries. By Episcopal country. conferences will determine what are the solemnities. Um, 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 but the obligation is every Sunday. And the reason I give, and this is not a great reason, I admit <laughs> that. But the reason I give is like you know what, Jesus asked us to go, and Jesus shows up. So the least I can do is also go and show up. Mm. Um, but that, that's a difficult one to explain to people who are not Catholic or who are outside of the yep. church or who, yep. or who don't really quite believe that Jesus is present. You know what? You know, in the, for the next few segments of uh, Church for Dummies, I would like to go over a lot of things about Mass with you. Yes. And for example, the rules. You know how how do we prepare for the Mass? Right. You know, is there anything we cannot do before? Yeah, after, absolutely. Or we need to do something yeah. after before. Things like that. Very simple, but we may forget. Yeah, so we're going to do a whole little series, Church for Dummies series on the Mass. And this is a great opportunity to get people to write to us <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> at Deacon Pedro GM and at Bijo Chan because you have ideas of how you prepared for Mass, how the Mass has been explained to you, what, what was that, what made a difference, why do you go to Mass. Write to us and let us know and we can share those messages also and then you can help me because I don't have all the answers um, and, and, and as we all grow and learn yeah. about our faith and about our church. Great. Okay, good. Thank you. Thank Billy, you. Billy Chan, he's a former radio host and he's our, also our web guru here at Salt and Light Media. You can follow him at B. Joe Chan. Now it's time for Church for Dummies. I don't know why that makes me laugh so you all, always all the laugh time. Anyway. It's very funny. <laughs> um, so Church for Dummies, Billy, you wanted to, last week you said you wanted to learn about the mass and then now you want to learn about Mary. No, it's because of they they are they are connected because of Fatima, how, how, right? Because of the hundred years of Fatima. Okay. How, so I really want to you know join them together. Like, you know, I I started the the, the, the mass, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not started. I'm start talking about the mass, but and when I look at that, how come Mary only appear run once oh. in the mass? Ma- oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Mary only appears once. Only once in the mass. Yeah, I bet you this could be a question for our for our listeners. Where in the mass does Mary appear? Uh, um, so, I mean, I, I know it's in the Eucharistic prayer. Yeah. Um, and it's a very good question. Yes. But I would tell you why. Can you tell me why? Because the mass <laughs> is not about Mary. What? The mass is not about Mary, <laughs> Billy. But, but our faith know, is not about Mary. You know, Catholic put a lot of attention. Yeah, they do. Uh, to marry, right? You know, yeah. but mass is very important for us. is 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 one of the most important um, um, events. Can the you say that? event? Yeah. Uh, for for Catholic. Yes. To go, but Mary is important too. But yeah. you know, no. Why? I, I I I love this idea that Mary 
is present yeah. at every Mass. Yeah. But we believe that the saints and all the angels are present at yeah, every Mass as well. Saints. But maybe Mary uh, is present. She, she's a more prominent participating, but she's celebrating the same way that everybody else is celebrating the Mass, participating in the Mass. Did you know that it's not even appropriate to sing a Marian hymn during Mass? Really? Yeah, because the Mass... Really? I remember. If it's a Marian feast, maybe you could, you know, Our Lady of Lourdes, you could sing Immaculate Mary as a uh-huh. closing hymn, which technically is actually after the Mass. It's already done. Yeah, the, the Mass, mass is done. done. Mm-hmm. Um, so you shouldn't be singing like a song for Mary at communion because it's not... It's not about Mary. I had a guy once ask me, I, I, I have a very Portu- uh, Portuguese, large very Portu- Portuguese. Portuguese community in my parish. And uh, this man, he always he always talks to me after mass and he said, um, why why don't you ever p- preach in your homilies about, about Mary? But you can you? Well, I, I can if Mary is in the readings because the homily first has to be about the, the readings. Yeah, yeah. So even if I want to talk about something else like, a pro-life theme or social justice I need to make that connection with the readings because this homily has to be scriptural so if we're if it's the feast of the annunciation and yeah, I want to talk can. about how Mary said yes then yeah I can talk about Mary but I'm not going to randomly talk about Our Lady of Fatima just because I have Portuguese people and because I have a devotion to Fatima if it's not connected to the readings now if it's May 13th and it's the 100th anniversary of Fatima <laughs> and I'm preaching at that mass and I may th- I may say something you know like uh, December 12th Our Lady of Guadalupe I might make a connection with Our Lady of Guadalupe but still that that homily has to be about Christ ultimately it has to be about God and how 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 Christ's how the incarnation is making a difference in my life as a, as a Catholic and Mary can be an example the same way that any other saint can be an example but I can't I shouldn't be making the homily all about Mary it's very interesting because you know we always pay a lot of attention to Mary but we are yes. not putting Mary into no. our mass that much my goddaughter no. actually asked yeah. me a really cute question how old is uh, she? She's now ten, okay. so it's it's a it's a time to actually talk about faith right now. Right, yeah, yeah. And she asks, you know, Billy, how come when we say in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen, and there's no Mary? What? How come there's no Mary? That's funny. That's very. What funny. did you tell her? I said, because, <laughs> oh come on. I said because Mary is not God. Good you answer. Know, it's not God. <laughs> good answer. That's a good question. It's wow. a very good question. Yeah. So you know, when when we think about you know Fatima, uh, Fatima, yeah, Our Lady of Fatima, you know, we I'm thinking about uh, what is the relationship. Mira, ultimately, uh-huh. ultimately, and I mean, I don't know why Mary appears or has appeared or why God allows her to appear. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but ultimately, the message of any apparition or of any. A devotion to Mary uh-huh. is to lead us to her son Jesus. Okay. Mary always says, "Come to my son, become close to my son." And if we get close to Mary, is because getting close to Mary is going to get us close to her son. The most significant scripture passage that I think about Mary is when Jesus says, "Who is my mother?" Mm. She's not my mother. It's it's the ones who've said yes. They're the ones that are blessed. You know. So so Mary at that point becomes not just the mother. Or not the mother anymore, but she becomes a disciple, and that I think is the real, that the Mary significant because she said yes in the same way that all of us need to say yes. I don't know. Thank you. That's what I think for answering me my question. Okay, there you go. Mary in the mass. Mary only <laughs> appears once at mass. Thank you, Billy Chan. Billy Chan, a seasoned radio host and the webmaster here at SaltonLightTV.org. You can follow him and ask him questions at B Joe Chan. And now it's time for Church for Dummies with Billy Chan. <laughs> Billy Chan, Church for Dummies. So, Billy, today 
I get to ask the question and you get to answer? Is it possible? Can we do that? <laughs> Can we do that? Go ahead. So, so a lot of people find math boring. <laughs> You're copying me, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. A lot. I think a lot of people. I don't know if how many people you talk to, and they 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 complain that math is very boring. Yes. And、uh, when I am like when I was young. I'm still young, but you know when I was young, younger. I, I really, I really find that math is really boring.、Mm-hmm. You know, especially you need a lot of, like, I, I find that you need a lot of energy. Okay. To、yeah. go to math, you need to know, you need to do things, and sometimes my 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 brain is not even even there.、Mm-hmm. You know, so I I have some like tips or some some helpful、uh, hints for people who find that same have the same. Um, thinking of me. Okay, so tips for for people to make math less、uh, boring. Yeah, you know when we when we talk about boring. Yeah. You know why why you find something very boring is because of because you're not engaged. You're not engaged. You, you you think that there's no value. You think that there's no value. Okay. okay. You you think that you don't understand why you're there. Uh huh. And there's nothing to do for for you, for example. Right. Or I have I have something more important. Right. To do other than coming to Mars. Okay. So you know, first of all, I think everyone should change the way to talk when when they say, uh, uh, "Let's go to Mars."、Uh-huh. No, it's no, it's wrong. We are not going to Mars. We are participating. Let's participate at Mars. Yes. Okay. Okay. So so it's it's the it's the concept. First、mm-hmm. of all, we need, everyone need to need to change that. Yes. So some、uh, tips like you know, tell yourself is very important. First of all. Mass is very important. Mass is very important. Repeat, repeat, repeat. What I said, mass、okay. is that's the fir- <laughs> wait. The first tip is that we don't go to mass, but we participate at mass. So let's、yes. go participate at mass. I would even add that we go to celebrate mass because I love the idea of、oh, celebration,、yes. right? Because、yes. you could participate in something that's like going to the dentist is torturous, but celebration we participate in the celebration, so we celebrate mass. That is good because this is also the meaning of mass, right? Yes, you, it's a celebration. We are not going. Only, only going to Mars, okay? And we go because it's important. Yes, and you know, re- and you need, you may want to remind yourself every time when you go to Mars. Yes. You know, you need to remind yourself every time. Every time, as a parent, you need to remind your kids as well. Okay. So e- even though it doesn't feel like a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know that part. I will let it. For you, okay? okay, okay. So you are the one who responsible for the for deacon, that, right? For the deacon, the to deacon, make sure、right? it's a celebration. Yes, okay. But and also, there are some some people say that I don't think there is any bad reason to participate in mass. For example, some people say that I go to mass because of friends. I go to mass because of Sunday school, because I I I I'm looking for,、uh, you know. Uh, um, girls, 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 or boys—you know things, things like that. So I don't think it's a bad reason. Okay. As long as you go to Mars, the simplest answer is I'm looking for love.、Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm looking for God. You know, God is yes, love, right? Course, so I'm course, looking for for love. So this is the, the first tip I would say is the first one.、Mm. Okay. The second one is we need to prepare before we enter the church. Okay. Okay. So we they. I think you, we 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 want to talk more about that in the next yes next time. Good, good. Thank you very much. So, how to make mass more interesting with Billy Chan? Try that tomorrow. Try that tomorrow <laughs> or today if you're listening to this on Sunday. So there you go, Billy Chan, Church for Dummies. Billy Chan is a seasoned radio host, a lover of the mass apparently, and he's the webmaster at Salt and Light TV. You can follow him at B Joe Chan. And now it's time for Church for Dummies. 
Church for Dummies <laughs> with Billy Chan, who has a question about. Let's, you know, use a topic. Okay, a topic. okay let's it's do the topic question. because okay. I do not know if we have enough time to cover everything today. Okay, okay. okay. But um, let's, you know, let's begin with what's other service? Definition, definition. An altar, the the Easy. server, yeah, is he assists the priest and the ministers at mass. So basically, the priest cannot do everything. The priest can. Oh, okay. The, the priest, I, I think the priest can, and, and and a lot of people who might be in a parish or a mission church where there is no, there are no servers. You know, I mean, a yeah. priest can can do it all. Um, but it is appropriate to have people helping in the same way that we have lectors. Yeah, I mean, the priest okay. could do all the readings and could also grab a guitar and sing a song. <laughs> but it is appropriate that there are different functions. So, but why um, do we need this other service? Um, you don't. I don't okay. know if, well, I don't know, actually. If anybody out there, they might be writing and saying, you're wrong, all the liturgists <laughs> out there telling me. It used to be that there were, uh, you know how, w w so we ordain priests. There are three orders, the order of deacons, priests, and bishops. Uh -huh. There used to be about seven orders. Wow. So, like, the or welcomers. Acolyte. Oh. Acolyte is the server. Uh, the elector. All those were orders, which were, uh, yeah, orders, I guess, uh, uh, roles okay, in, the, in the in church. The Exorcist was also one. Oh. So, so we've done away with those as formal orders. They used to be called minor orders. So, but for example, as a deacon and priests and bishops too, but as deacons, we are first installed as acolytes, okay, servers, okay, okay. and then we're installed as lectors. Okay. Whereas ordinary ministers, or sorry, extraordinary ministers are not installed necessarily in the same way. Uh, but so there is a function that is to serve at mass. I see. So, but you know, nowadays we almost only see other boys. Or girls, oh, actually. Or boys and girls. Mostly, mostly but girls, actually. Most, yeah, but yeah. you know, when I was like, back then in, in church only boys can do the other service yeah. well, but yeah. why is it because, changed it? no because so you boys because that is a remnant of the fact that it was a minor order on, on the way to ordination to the priesthood uh -huh. so that's why it was only men or boys oh, um, okay. but we don't have that anymore because <laughs> a server is not preparing to be a priest so it's perfectly uh, appropriate for it to be in the same way that a lector doesn't have to be a man. Yeah. It could be a woman. So it's okay to have a girl. Absolutely. It could be. I see. Absolutely. I see. Is there any age limit for auto server? Um, I don't know if officially there's an age limit, but the norm is that they should have made their first communion. Okay. So it's not about the age. It's about yes. uh, the process. In fact, there was a little girl in my parish who really, really, really wanted to be a server. And really? So Did somebody my, really want to be a service? My, our pastor, yeah, our pastor allowed her to make her first communion a whole year earlier. So she wow. was six years old instead of seven. She was in grade one instead of in grade two. And so that she could start serving and she's great. You know, I remember, you know, why I asked this question? Because I remember I was in uh, a town, a, a very small town uh, day. Yeah. And um, they have, they, there is a church. The average age of the people are 65. Okay. And they still have all the service. They, they are actually, um, yes, old people, but, you know, they, are, they, they, they still serve. So that's why I asked this question. Yeah, no, there's no age limit to start and there's no age limit to end. Okay. In fact, it's very commonly, if you go to daily mass where there aren't young people because yeah, they're yeah. in school, the, the people helping or serving are, are adults. So basically, Emily and I can still be... You can be a server. <laughs> Any 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 church out there looking for a server? Billy's looking for a job as a <laughs> server, so send him an email and 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 bring him on. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, okay, wow. You so know, there's some questions about servers. That's that's good. 
That's all That's my all question. You need to yeah. Know. Okay. Any any altar servers out there listening? Send Billy an email. Thank you, Billy. What's your email? Do you have an email? I have a. a you know, just go to saltandlighttv.org and you will s- B- send us an email. B Chen. Okay. <laughs> anyway, radio at saltandlighttv.org or Twitter. Yeah. Uh, at B Joe Chan and uh, me, of course, at Deacon Pedro. Thank GM. you. Thank you, Billy. Good questions. Billy Chan, he's a resident dummy. <laughs> and he's also the webmaster here at saltandlighttv.org. You can follow him and send him all the questions you want at Chan. And now it's time for... Church for Dummy. So all this time that we Emily and I were doing the news, Billy was I'm reading... Sitting. <laughs> Billy was reading The Porn Myth by Matt Fratt. So that's coming up. It's um, very interesting. Very interesting. For those who really want to know more about porns, I think, um, you know, this is a really good book to pick it, is. Pick it, it up. It is. So, yeah. and, and you can stick around and listen to the interview later on in the show uh, with Matt Fratt uh, coming up. But first, Church for Dummies, we're still making the mass less boring more interesting more interesting because yes. it's not boring it's not boring at all you know um, after last time uh, somebody actually heard this uh, listened to the show oh yeah and uh, oh yes oh yes and and they actually tell me that um, uh, ask me a question really yeah the question is um, do you still find mass boring sometimes even me. even after you've even done after I've done this, yeah. Okay, I would say my my answer will be, um, if I don't do it, I will definitely find that boring. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. So you know, sometimes it's not easy to keep it up. I mean, you know, let, let's say, you know, sometimes I have a really bad mood uh-huh. before I going out to mass, right? And I, I, it's hard. It's very hard for me to say, it's important. You need to go. It's important. You need to go. Yeah, but you know, some I, I, it's a journey. It is, but you know what? I'm going to say that you can get to the point where it's never boring. I, I, I'm a deacon. Sometimes I'm serving at mass. I thought you cannot I, say that it's boring. Right? No, no. <laughs> I think that I can get distracted yes. during mass, but I don't think I can say that okay. I ever find it boring. Ha ha ha. Because if I'm distracted, I'm distracting. But when I'm paying attention, I but I know what's happening. Yeah. So I think that yeah. if you prepare enough, yes. it'll come a time where you actually don't have to consciously prepare all the time because you're you'll be in perpetual prepared mode. Yes, always. So def- definitely. So right. you know, let us repeat a little bit of yes. what so we what did have you say said. last week? You know, we said you know, tell yourself it is important. Yes, and uh, put it as a you know, no matter what reason you put. Yeah, they are all good reason to go to mass. Yeah, or celebrate mass. You know, remember yes, that. Yes, like I said, we yes. said you know, we 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 are not only going to mass. We want to celebrate Mars. Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, the simplest answer is you're going to Mars because of uh, Jesus for love. Because you want love. Yes. You you. It's not only no. you want love. You 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 go for love. Or you go because you love. Because you love as well. Uh huh. Because you want love. You want to be loved. And you want to be loved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know. Is, is this is another. Uh-huh. I think it's another uh-huh. section yes. of yes. Church yes. for Dummy. Yes. We define God is love. Yeah. That'll be another. <laughs> yeah. That's true. <laughs> yes. Okay. The second thing is about preparation. So, you know, just like any other thing, for example, if you go to uh, have dinner with your parents. Yeah. Or you, you need to prepare. I don't know if you will. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, I, okay. I will prepare something. You know, I will, first of all, for me, for myself, I will prepare uh, where, w- what do I want to uh, to eat? Right. You know, uh, where we will go, something like that. You know, you, you need to prepare something. At least think about it, yeah. For example, if you go to uh, a cinema, uh-huh. watch a movie, 
Yeah. I will watch watch the trailer first ah, at least. Right. You know, you I will I will go um, uh, buy a ticket. Actually, it's true. Sometimes I'll even read a movie review. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, you, it's you true. Read the reveal. Sometimes if there is a book that you have read before, you want to reread it. A, a so we bit. should watch the mass trailer. Uh, if there is one, if that would be great. If there was a trailer, we should re- we should watch it. Um, I would say you know read the readings before you go to mass. Ah. Um, that that's because there is a lot of relationship between the readings and yeah. the gospels and the uh, responsorial psalm, right? Yeah. So, um, uh, and at that moment. You you may have a lot of question. Uh-huh. For example, you do not understand, you know, or you you want to to know more. Mm-hmm. So maybe you can write something down. Maybe it's too much to ask people to write something down for for the readings. But right. you you can try to write something down. For example, the questions. Uh-huh. Um, now what do you want to know? Okay. Right. This one thing. The the second thing is, uh, prepare a prayer. Okay. Okay, I think you may want to explain a little bit uh, of it because when when the priest said, yeah. "Let's pray," yes, is it is it something that we should prepare before? Um, um, it's an interesting idea. I've never thought about it the way you're explaining it, okay. but I think it makes sense the way you're explaining it because what I think is that we come to mass every Sunday with all our with like you know you go on Sunday you bring everything everything that you live that week you're bringing with you whether you're thinking about it or not so all the trials all the struggles all the difficulties all your all the joys of the week everything you're bringing right yes and so that is what I think you're offering at that mass yes so that offering I would call it yes. an offering you're calling it a prayer so that's your prayer yeah, that's so it. this mass I offer so when the priest says at the beginning of mass let us pray that's called the collect prayer mm. and it's called the collect collect because he's collecting all the prayers of all the people. So when the priest says, let us pray, there should be a moment of silence so that everybody can pray in silence. And then the priest collects all those prayers with the words that are in the the missal and then offers up those prayers to Christ. So so we need to make the prayer that's in the missal our prayer by having a moment. And you're right. It's easier to do if you've already prepared what you're offering the Mass for. I mean, you have to prepare. The reason okay, is not this. if. Okay, yeah, he's right. If. Good point. You have to prepare because the the priest usually not giving no you five seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you may want to prepare that. Yeah, that's and a good point. Do it right away. Yeah. The last thing I want to talk about yeah. is about sometime we may want to do a confession. Yeah. Before okay. before going to mass, I had uh, an experience that after I did a confession, I I was so happy. Yeah, and I was so I, I I'm so happy to go to mass, and get that communion, the host. Yeah, and it's it's a completely different experience. Huh. I don't know if you if you if you find that, but uh uh, uh this is one thing that we we want to we, right. we should actually right. do right right and even I mean obviously you have to go to confession if you feel that you're <laughs> if you feel if you are <laughs> for sure in a state of mortal sin uh, oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, even should. if you're not we know that going to confession is a healthy thing and, 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 and a lot of people practice confession um, some people will go every Sunday before Mass I'm not saying you like, have to uh, like St. John Paul II yeah well he would he go every day every, oh every day I heard that he went every day I heard that he goes every week every week well there you go <laughs> I mean if it's good enough for St. John Paul II it's good enough for me of course okay Billy so uh, read the readings write down questions if you have any questions about the readings write a prayer and confession. go to confession so those are three four things that you should be doing uh, before you go to Mass and next week or next time I'm not sure if it's next week but we'll continue definitely um, 
um, tips on making mass more interesting with Billy Chan here at uh, Church for Dummies. Thank you, Billy. Thank you. Billy Chan is a former radio host, uh, and he's our web guru here at Salt and Light Media. You can follow him and send him questions at Chan. Hi, this is Mikey Needleman. Hi, I'm Adam. Hi, I'm Maury. And we're Out of Darkness. Darkness. Hi, this is Lorraine Hess. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Daniel Oberreiter, lead singer of the Catholic rock band The Thirsting, and you are listening to the Salt and Light Hour. And you're listening to the Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. You're listening to the Salt and Light Hour. You're listening to the Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. You're listening to the Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. The Salt and Light Hour with Deacon Pedro. And now it's time for Church for Dummies with Billy Chan. Billy, I'm I'm actually nervous. Why? Because when I go to confession, I get nervous. And <laughs> now you're not doing confession. And this is going to be like confession. No, but you know the question is this. That's why I want to ask. Um, a lot of people among us, we have, we are stressful when yeah. we go to confession. We we are nervous as you. Somebody's very scared. They yes. do not know what to do. Um, it's not about the process anymore. It's about right. Uh, what should I say, and will the priest remember what I said, and will he come and uh, tell anyone else? Things like that. So, I think you know if we can use this like four or five minutes to calm us down, you yes. know, and encourage us, you know, to go to do confession. That will be uh, the best. How to, you know. How do you calm uh, ourselves down? I would I would say that the first thing, and again, you guys are probably used to my my answers for Church for Dummies that maybe are not the answers that people are looking for, and and that's why I rely on our our listeners uh-huh. to 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 write in because not not to say that what I'm going to tell you is wrong, but I think that the that the most important thing that you need to remember is that this is not it's not an exam, okay? When we go to confession. Yeah, there's a formula, but if you don't get the formula wrong, uh-huh. if you don't get it right, right it's not the end, you're not going to fail the exam because you forgot to say, "Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned." It's been six months since my last confession. Like Twenty you can years. Ju- yeah, you can <laughs> just sit there and and tell the priest, "Hi, my name is Billy. I'm I, I I'm actually really nervous. I don't even remember when I last went to confession. Yeah. I don't even know how to make a confession." And the priest is going to help you. Okay, right? How to make the so so. Whether you do it following the formula or you don't or you can't remember, uh, it, it's not. So it's, it's, okay. it's not about that. Of course, it's okay. Okay. It's like, which is why I like. It used to be that you'd have to, you, you know, you you kneel behind a screen and you yeah. couldn't see the priest. I like now that the confessionals that you can sit in front of the priest mm-hmm. because you because it's like a conversation. Yeah. Now I would rather we were sitting, you know, around the kitchen table with a cup of tea, um, which you can also do. If the priest is okay with that, in fact, some of the best I've done something like that. Some before, of the best yes. confessions I've had, and I will never forget this. And I was, I must have been maybe thirteen or so years old. I was at a youth gathering. Wow, fifty years ago, huh? <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> and and I was just talking to this priest, and then at the end of the conversation, the priest said, "Would, would you like this to to have been a confession?" And I was like. Yeah. <laughs> and so he pulled on his purple stole yeah. and he gave me the absolution because I guess in the conversation, it had been a very frank and honest conversation, but I didn't do it thinking that I was confessing. Oh. I was just, but he was wise enough to see that there were elements of confession in our conversation. 
And oh, so, that's the best. You do not need to I, repeat. I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know I was doing it. So I think that that's, that's what's, um, what's important. That's the most important thing. Now, if, if it's important for you that you should follow, you know, you can also bring it. In fact, some confessionals have a little prayer card that tells you kind of what to say, yeah. especially with the act of contrition. Of course, nobody that, you know, if you, that. you don't remember the act of yeah. contrition, you might as well just read it from the card. But I've also had priests who tell me, um, just, you know, do the act of contrition that you know. Or, and, and I, the one I know is the one that I remembered as a kid, which is the one you teach little kids, which is not the real act of contrition, <laughs> but it still works because it's got all the elements about, about, you know, I'm sorry that I have sinned. I'll try to be better. And I ask for, for help. You know, I mean, that's kind of contrition, right? So the, the I'm just kind of rambling on now, yeah. not answering. But I your want question. to share a little bit. Uh, uh, yes. For me, you know, a confession just like a reboot of a computer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just like you know, when we use our computer, sometimes uh, after a while, you you become slow, becomes a lot of garbage inside. Yes. And you know, if we if we can have a process to reboot and you make it faster, and you will feel a lot happier, you know, to use the computer. To use um, uh, yeah, 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 it works faster. I like that that so analogy. I, I actually like that. So you know, whenever I go to confession, I would think about, oh, I'm going to reboot myself. Yeah, it's a good yeah. idea. That's actually a better because I know a lot of people talk about taking out the garbage, which is also <laughs> a good analogy. You know, you don't want to have all that garbage lying around the kitchen, so you take it out, and the garbage truck takes it. Um, but I like the rebooting because there's something about starting again. Yeah, which is, which is the grace of confession. Um, that, that you need to, it's like going to the doctor and I've had doctors actually tell me I'm going to reboot your computer nice. because, because <laughs> they recognize that you're operating on, I don't know, like 10% of your energy. So you need to eat, I don't know, whatever, or drink more water or whatever. Great. Um, so all those things are good. Um, uh, it, it, yeah, did, that's it. You I, don't have any other questions. That's it. I think it's, it's good. I think this can encourage people to, to go, you know, to go to confession And um, yes. let's relax. I mean, you're right. Relax. Okay, good. So think about your computer needing rebooting. Don't worry about the the form. The priest knows the form, and 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 that's all you need to worry about. The priest is there to help you. Pope Francis says the confessional is not a torture chamber. It's <laughs> it, you know. So so the priest is there to help you, and the priest will trust me. The priest will forget as soon as you walk out. He already <laughs> forgot what you told them. And nothing you tell him is going to be something he hasn't heard. So um, good. So that should not worry people. Thank you. You're very welcome, Billy Chan. Thank you. I'm I'm less nervous now about this, <laughs> this interview about confessions. Billy Chan, our seasoned radio host and webmaster at Salt and Light. You can follow him at B Joe Chan. And now it's time for Church for Dummies. You can stay in touch with Billy Chan at B Joe Chan. There you go. Hello. I, I always feel bad like leaving you out. What do you mean? Because um, it's all about me. <laughs> but but it's not all about me. So, It is okay. So we're going to continue with tips on making the mass more interesting, less boring, <laughs> more interesting. Yes. Yes. You know we have been talking about. Uh, Um, why we are going to Mars, and you know, it's very important. You try to tell yourself, yeah, Mars is very important. Yes, and you know, we try to prepare for yes. Mars, just like we go to cinema. Yes, you know, we we you watch the trailer, and you know, we prepare for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Now, the third thing I want people to to remember is um, bring something to Mars. Bring something. Yes, bring something. 
bring something means you know bring a pen and a, okay. and paper. Not like bring Cheerios. No, 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 okay. no, no. Um, do, the reason is this. <laughs> the reason is this. Um, did you ever th- try to think about you know like the, those homily? Is something like a class or a y- lesson? Yeah, yeah. I, oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course. You, you think so, right? I do. Yes. But is it the real meaning? The homily is just like you want to learn something. It's a teaching. Yes, I think that the word. Oh, interesting. I'm I'm gonna have to check exactly what the word okay. homiletics mean. Mm-hmm. But I think it probably has to do with with teaching or opening up something so yeah. that people can learn. Absolutely. Yeah. I have been in those um, other like um, Protestant um, uh-huh. worship. Yeah. And you know they. They are really serious. I'm. I'm not talking about <laughs> Catholic. Catholics are not, are not serious. serious. But you know, no, when, yeah. when when the the pastor, you know, saying something, it's teaching, know, yeah. A lot of people, um, under the stage, they actually writing notes. Yeah. They yeah. Dr- they drop down everything, you know, yes. notes. And I try to do do that in 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 mass. Yeah. In Catholic mass. And, and everybody it, looks at you. Um, you know, I actually use my cell phone. You know, obviously, oh, it's even worse. <laughs> it's even worse. I use my my cell phone to drop notes, and somebody, you know, yeah. more traditional will look at me, and you know, yeah. they will think that I'm actually on Facebook. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you yeah. know, I wrote down something. It's very interesting that you know, after I wrote down something, in after mass, I try to tweet it. Uh huh. Okay. And write the Facebook. Like message, okay, okay. And like, just this express, is what I learned. Yeah, yeah. Just express what I learned and what I feel. Interesting. You know? That's good. And actually, you know, when when we have replied, and I will tell them to you know, go to Mars, right? And you will know those yeah, kind of okay. things. So it's a way for you to to evangelize. As yeah, well. I was going to say you're not just learning something, but you're evangelizing. So try to hmm. you know you you bring something to mass and you actually grab something out yeah and the reason I, you know the reason I think we have to do that actually yeah the reason is this you know after at the end of uh, of mass a deacon or yes. a, you know we'll always or a priest it could be a priest always said go and announce the gospel of the Lord yes so how, the, the easiest fastest way is to write something on Facebook or Twitter yeah. or social media Tweet it. yeah of course Yeah, I think that that's that a great is, idea. It's easiest. So I would say uh, it's not only for you to make mass more interesting, mm-hmm. it is also try to use yourself. You know, take out something and bring it out to the world. Yeah, so it means that not not only it means that you have to pay attention. Oh. So that because if you're thinking what am I going to tweet at the end of mass, it means that you have to have been paying attention. Yes. Uh <laughs> yes on yes. Yes. You know, when I uh, when I was um, a high school uh, student. Yeah. Um. I, you know, I have been tutoring, you know, some, some, some kid, and yeah. And I always ask them, drop notes. Yeah. When, when you are in class, otherwise yes. you will feel sleepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's true, and I do that also. That I, I will write notes, just so that it helps me retain the information. And I actually have had parishioners tell me that they've taken notes during my homilies. Your homilies. Yeah, because you they know sort of my style and they start. But and it's not a lot of people because I do think that people feel self-conscious. Um, and, you know, yeah. the, the, the best thing is if you have a mini notebook. A mini notebook. And you write down like every single yeah. mass you went and you yeah. look back. Right. Like after a year or two years, huh. you look back, it's so funny. You you will see your faith grow. Interesting. You can actually have a lot of vocabulary that you can pray to. 
right. as well. Yeah, of course. So, so you bring your notes to prayer. It's a history. It's your history to, yeah. to mass. Interesting. It's I very like that. interesting. I like that. That's good. And I, w- I would say that if people feel self-conscious or they don't really want to take notes during mass, then try to still pay attention and remember something and then write it down right after mass. Yes. You can still do that. Of course. Of course. And if you're in my parish, I'm happy if you take notes. <laughs> okay. The, the next thing I want to yeah. talk about is participation. Okay. So, you know, obviously I said everything in from the beginning to now is how do you participate yes. to mass, right? But I, I don't know about you, but I always sing so loud uh, yeah. in mass. Yes. And uh, obviously I'm not the best singer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and my wife, you know, just always look at me and why you're singing so loud, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're I, I just want to, you know, it's a prayer. Yeah. Is it, you know, I don't know, yeah, when you, yeah, Saint Augustine. When you sing, you pray twice. Is it re- really? He said that. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> but anyway, it's good. You know, you you sing, you you participate, you yeah, sing, yeah, and you contribute. Yeah. You know, and also, obviously, your gesture, everything. You need to to participate. Yeah. Uh, you say the prayer. Yes. With. Yeah. With you know, our Father, you yes, say it. Say it loud. Um. Um. Uh, everything you do it. Together, otherwise you will feel so boring. I'm, yeah, that's I true. guarantee you, if yeah. you don't do anything, you just go sit there. I see some. I do not want to point the finger to teens or okay. youth, but yeah. I obviously I see you know I see some of them are forced by the parents to go to the church right. and they just and try just to there. just sit there and do nothing. You know when I say you know bless you know God bless you. Yeah. They are not doing anything. No. As well, they just want you. Oh, I'm so boring. I, I'm yeah, here. you're so but boring. But you are the source. Why you're boring? Yes. You know, you cannot just sit there and complain. You need to do something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I, I I hope those tips can help. Yes. And I will I will definitely try to do everything. <laughs> and then people can write to us and tell us if it's making a difference. Yes. Um, because even though you might want to go to mass and you want to be involved, it might still be boring. So don't fe- be afraid to take notes and participate. That means do everything, even if you don't understand why you're doing it. Do it. Say the prayers. Sing the songs and the gestures. Good. Yes. Thank yes. you, Billy. Thank you. Okay, good. So again, write to us and let us know how this is going for you. And if you have any other tips on making the, la- the mass more interesting... Um, Billy Chan is a former radio host and uh, he is our web guru here at Salt and Light Media. You can follow him at Joe Chan. And now it's time for Church for Dummies with Billy Chan. Billy, you have yes. a question about saints? Yeah, about saints. About, um, about what? About the body of saints. The so the relic. Um, uh, my question is okay? Qu- okay okay yeah okay <laughs> yeah okay so you know few months ago we got um is it a few months ago we got um here at salt and light a, a new relic a new relic yes and also um, in toronto there is a relic um of saint francis saint francis xavier yes. his arm that like yes. the mother of all relics yes so you know at that that day we actually you know some of us you know the co-workers of salt and light we we went there uh-huh. and to check it out a lot of people. There's a lot of people really want to touch it. Um, yes, uh, a lot of people. Uh, you know, yes. a lot of people. So you know, the question comes up like this, just like this, um, because a lot of like my friends, they are not Catholic. They are in other religions as well. They said, you know, because that thing that uh, is a big news. 
for yes. Toronto. It's yes. even in the big mainstream news. It was a big news. So that's why they ask why you guys. You no, know, when they said you guys is Catholic, okay? Yes. Why you guys really like that relic and what energy you will get from the relic? And you know, no, I I think I, no matter how I explain it, it sounds like I am very superstitious. Yes. Okay, so I want to ask our powerful, um, handsome Deacon Pedro about this. Well, okay, so it's a great question, and I know a lot of people have questions about relics. So, yeah. do, so do I. Um, <laughs> the first thing that I want to say is that you don't get energy from the relic. What? Okay, there's no energy. There's no superpower, and I do think that a lot of people like like people who flock to go see uh-huh. the, the forearm of Saint Francis Xavier. Probably are a little a little superstitious. Okay, so people kiss. Yes, you know a lot of different yes. gestures. So mm-hmm. and and you and and the reason why I'm saying that is because you get more people from certain cultural backgrounds that are the ones that are that that go. So the Latin Americans and the the, the people from India. Uh, I don't know about Asians. Uh, yeah, you know, so they they, they seem to <laughs> Filipinos. Yeah, they, they and because culturally they have a different. I guess relationship with supernatural things, and and there's a little bit of superstition there. Um, that doesn't mean that there isn't something about the relics. Now, honestly, okay. I, I actually think that there it's a little weird that, <laughs> that somebody dies and you 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 take you separate them. Well, you know, like some of my friends saying that you Catholic, yes, okay, you separate people's yeah, body. But, but we don't do that anymore. Oh, okay, okay. 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 So okay. now, if you want to know, so you know where it comes from. Okay. So like when when up in the, in the early days in yeah. Rome or, yeah. or wherever, mm-hmm. so the early Christian church. So so Billy is a great friend of mine, and he's wow. a great holy person mm-hmm. and a Christian, and Billy dies okay. and we want to hold on to Billy so Billy we would keep your dead body in like the living room um, and this is in some cultures they actually do that they have different relationship with the dead okay. so so we would keep Billy's dead body in the living room because that's how we wanted to stay close to Billy because Billy was very wow. holy and then at some point probably three days later it starts smelling a little bit so <laughs> maybe we can do something with this body and try to preserve the body mm-hmm. but at some point we probably need to put the body somewhere like in a reliquary or or a or a mausoleum or somewhere uh, where we can then go visit the body now it, it, you we can also help the body decompose mm-hmm. so that it doesn't smell and keep the bones and so then we go see the bones it's not unlike um Maybe your mother, when Billy, when you were little, uh, would cut a little bit of your hair and would keep a lock of your hair yeah. because this is a reminder of when Billy was a little boy it's and memory, this is his first yeah. right or your first tooth that you lost. You yeah, keep, you keep it yeah. because it's a memory. Yeah, it doesn't mean that we think that it's got superpowers or anything, but somehow being close to this oh. body part, you don't think of it as a body part, but it, it, it keeps us close to the person. So that's sort of so it's very a psychological basic. thing. But it's very basic. It's okay. like having a photo, but here's having trying to hold on to a it's little a bit about this person. Mm-hmm. So now it used to be that, yes, when, when a holy person died, they would literally like take the body apart and... You know, and that's how St. Francis Xavier, his forearm ended up in Rome, whereas the body is actually buried in India, I believe. So, but we don't do that anymore. What, what chances of what happens now with, with, a, with a saint is that when a saint or person is, is going to be canonized, they have to exhume the body mm-hmm. just to make sure that it, it actually the person died. Okay. And then at that point, they will cut some hair, 
take a vial of blood because they have to do all the tests. And then so so that's why, like Jane Paul, John Paul II, mm. the, the relic at his canonization was a little bit of blood. Oh. Um, um, but probably the relics nowadays, probably a little bit of the hair, not a piece of... Nail mm, hair. Yeah, right? but probably not a piece of bone anymore, okay. mm-hmm. but it could be a piece of bone. Um, it, it's a little weird, and it's not required to have a devotion or to to you know have any relationship with relics in order to to be a Catholic. So, so it's, it's a devotion. I see. So quickly, can yes. you also explain what is first, second, and third? Okay, class so very quick. So a first class relic mm-hmm. is actually a piece of the person's body. So if it's a bone or hair or a piece of the body, so a first class relic. So St. Francis Xavier's forearm <laughs> is a first class relic. Okay. A second class relic would be something that belonged to that person. Uh, so like, the a, like a clothing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so in El Salvador, when I was there, they have the shirt that Monsignor Romero was wearing when he was shot. That shirt is, and they, you know, they can take that shirt and cut a little piece out of it, and they make little pieces. And those are second-class relics that that were distributed to people because it belonged to the person. Um, a third-class mm-hmm. relic is something that touched the second class. The second class, yeah, because the first-class relic. The second class relic touched the first class relic, so oh, the third okay. class relic touched the second class relic. So that gets a little kind of weird because I mean, any, I mean, I touched <laughs> John Paul too. So, so you does are that, mean that I'm a second class relic. I, I don't know. My son kicked him, so that's another story. So does that that mean? So anyway, so I hope that that answers your question very, very yeah, very briefly. But briefly, yes, but yeah. you know, uh, that means there's no energy. There's no uh, no, there isn't uh, miracle. And we have to be very careful. It's not superstitious. I mean, we do believe that yeah. saints intercede for us. God is the one who does all the miracles, Miracle. perf- mm-hmm. heals, but the saints intercede for us. And somehow having that personal connection with a saint um, is a personal connection. Thank you. That's it. So if you have more questions about relics, please please send them our way. Maybe we can look at this a little uh, better later. Billy Chan, our seasoned radio host here and webmaster at Salt on Light TV. You can follow him at B. Joe Chan. And now it's time for Church for Dummies with Billy Chan. Hello. And you have to get your name in there, Billy Chan. Thank you. So we are continuing because you said you yes. forgot. I forgot to say something La- very, from very last important. week, last time. From last time, because um, I, you know, when I get back home, you know, I attend. I mean, you know, last Sunday I attend to mass again, and you know, there's something come up to my brain, and okay, you know, we should do. I should say it, or I should at least emphasize it. Yeah, like singing. S- oh. We didn't say. We didn't actually tell people to sing. I no, we didn't. You know, I was at church like last Sunday, and nobody sings. No, at least around you know around people around me, they are just looking at the lyrics yeah. and not participating. Yeah, you know, they are not singing. I know, I know. People say that I'm not saying well. I do not want to disturb the. Yeah, disturb no, it. yeah, I know. You know, I I have a and I I told you know, I love to sing. Yes, I like music like like you. Yeah, which is why we're going we to like feature mu- you as our featured <laughs> artist one one day. Yeah, and uh, I have um, I I remember there was a youth in my old parish, and as a sister, you know, I I'm not good at singing. Yeah, and I do not want to sing. What should I do? You know, and the sister said, "You should still sing." Yeah, but I'm not singing well. Yes, sister said, "Tell God that you made me not singing well." Yeah, you know. Because singing yeah. is, you know, if you don't sing, you know, I think at least like 30% of time at, at mass, you're singing. Yeah. 
That's a. I think it's a difficult one. I love that expression because we, if you can't sing, that's the voice God gave you, so we should <laughs> give it back to God. Um, but some people are not musical. Like you are, mm-hmm. a, you're, you have a mathematical intelligence. You have a musical mm-hmm. intelligence. I have a musical intelligence. Mm-hmm. I love to sing. Like it's normal. I'll hear a tune, and I, right? Yeah. Not everybody has musical intelligence. For some people, mu- singing doesn't make any sense in the same way that some some people mathematics doesn't make any mm-hmm, sense or, mm-hmm. or spatial awareness or whatever the seven intelligences right um, so it's interesting that singing is so prevalent in the mass um, I would say that some of those people who are not singing are also not saying any of the mass parts they're probably not even <laughs> loud so I'd say participate so when they say our father they're not even saying they're not it. even saying it they're saying mm-hmm. it so so I'd say it's not just about singing it's about everything in the mass that the congregation is supposed to do we should all do it yes and and do it i hope later yes. on you know in church of for dummies you can actually reveal a little bit on what we we should do and what, what is the meaning of some like some kind of songs or some gesture and okay yeah you know, i'd like to do that i think that's do, very useful yeah, yeah we, we should like do, to do we that we can probably do a segment for each part of the mass yes and you know secondly yeah i would say uh, you know after mass Sometimes you know mass or deacons or everyone will stand in the middle of the lobby. Yes, you know, and just to greet people. Yes, to say you no know, thank you bye. Yes. you know, go there and say thank you. Sometimes when there is the deacon or you know saying a really good homily, yes, I'll just go straight and say I really like your sharing. Thank you. I I I think it's in it's it's very important to give feedback and encouragement yes. to somebody who serve you. Yes, come, right? come say hello to the deacon. <laughs> Always come say hello to the deacon. You know, when people say that to me all the time, they'll say, you know, that was a great homily. Because that's usually what they'll say. I love it that you say thanks for sharing. Mm-hmm. What people mostly say is that was a great homily or that was a great speech. I love it when uh. people say that. That was good speaking, <laughs> Father. And it's like, well, I'm not a deacon and it wasn't a speech. But anyway, um, um, I also want to engage them and say, well, what did you hear? Because a lot of times uh. they think it was great because I'm a good speaker, but they have no idea what I said. Mm. Or they heard stuff. Maybe the Holy Spirit makes people hear whatever they need to hear. So I think that's good. <laughs> But it's good to, to always come out and, and talk to us uh, yeah. after Mass. I think the after Mass sharing is important too, yeah. right? The last thing I want to talk about is about serving. Okay. So, I mean, you know, sometimes we are not, we, we are parishioners and we are always parishioners. Yes. But, I mean, it's a good thing that you can participate as a part of a, of a Mass. Okay. Oh, I see. I, um, maybe I'm not using a... You mean like serve at mass? Uh, serve at mass, for example, be a reader. Be a reader, or you know, be a you know, grab the offering. Yeah. You know, or you know, all kind of things. Usher. <laughs> Don't grab sorry, the offering. Grab the offering. <laughs> I mean, help taking. Take the, the offerings. The, 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 yeah. the offering collection. You know, yeah. Collections and things like that. I know people are shy. Yes. You know, uh, you, for example, you know, if I, I, I am new to the parish and I want to, 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 to help. Yeah. What should we do? You should go talk to the priest. Or the deacon, whoever is more friendly. <laughs> um, I love it when parishioners come to me and I don't know who they are. Uh-huh. And they come and they actually introduce themselves and say, Hi, I'm, I'm Billy and I just moved into the blah, community. Blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And and they want to know if, they, if there's a parish registration uh-huh. form. Sometimes they'll say, At my old parish, I used to be a reader or I used to be mm. a Eucharistic minister or I, I'm a musician. I think musicians is the more difficult one. Mm. There's a lot of musicians sitting in the pews. But because the musicians that are doing music are so possessive and yeah. so territorial, yeah. um, they, nobody feels welcome. It's like we need to, I think as clergy, uh, we need to 
keep help. inviting people also yeah. say look we're always looking for readers we're always looking for for servers we're looking for uh, help uh, uh, greeters or, or welcomers or musicians or whatever you call them right and that way maybe that will encourage people to that's how I started doing music in church because the priest said we need more musicians and I was like hey I'm a musician and and I can help so but I'd say people shouldn't be shy they should just if you want to serve if you want to participate just come up and talk to us We're, we won't bite I promise great there you go thank so, you Church for Dummies uh, with Billy Chan Billy Chan is our resident dummy and <laughs> <laughs> he's our resident sounds like a, a new game a new, new resident, uh, resident dummy, dummy. Um, he's also the webmaster here at saltandlighttv.org you can follow him and send him questions at Chan. That brings us to the end of this special Church for Dummies edition of the Salt and Light Hour. Today's segments were a compilation of some of the best Church for Dummies with Billy Chan over the years. To comment on what you heard or to ask any other questions, you can find me on Facebook or send me a message on Twitter at Deacon Pedro GM. You can also reach Billy Chan at B. Joe Chan. To listen to more of these segments, visit our website, saltandlighttv.org radio. Thank you for being with us today. I'm Deacon Pedro, and this has been a special edition of the Salt and Light Hour.